Welcome to Spark Creators, a podcast that empowers kids to learn, create, and become. This podcast invites creators and entrepreneurs from all over to share their stories and ideas. We believe every kid is creative. It's just a matter of taking that first step and starting now. We hope this podcast can inspire you to create something that makes a difference in the world. If you want to stay inspired, remember to subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Or visit us at peachandplumlab.com slash podcast. Welcome to Spark. I'm your host, Lee. It is a great pleasure to invite Sarah Robinson and her mom, Susan Robinson, to join us. Sarah, the founder and CEO of Sarosos, based in Bremen, Georgia. Sarah has over 150 sewing products, varying in different styles and categories. Her products has been selling on Amazon and Etsy. She was also the winner of Girls Mean Business Contest hosted by Startup Squad in 2018. This is our second part of the interview. So here we go. Let's continue our conversation with Sarah and her mom, Susan. Since we talk a little bit about time, like, so can you tell me a little bit, how do you actually divide um, the time different in, I guess, in terms of making um, the product and also market and shipping? And how do you usually arrange this times yeah, in your business? One of the ways that we've been able to to make that more efficient is um, by selling on Amazon. Um, several years ago, when uh, I think it was in 2015, Amazon launched a handmade category, and they they must have found us on Etsy because we we received an invitation to apply for that, um, and we did, um, and could not believe that they chose us. So we were we were one of the first shops to be invited in. Um, and there were a lot of things that Amazon required, um, of you as a business that Etsy really didn't. <laughs> so we, we had to, had to make some adjustments there. Um, but we, we also learned that in addition to, to having the opportunity to sell to a larger audience on Amazon, we could also, um, sew ahead and send prepackaged handmade aprons to their fulfillment centers, and then they would take care of selling them and shipping them. And that was a real game changer for us um, because that means we don't have to wait for someone to order the the apron. We can we can make them ahead and we can ship a hundred of them to uh, the Charlotte Fulfillment Center and they will send them off um, to uh, you know, to other fulfillment centers and people who have um, the Prime membership on Amazon can have it um, at their door in one or two days, which is frankly very amazing. Um, but it allows us then at our convenience to be able to, um, you know, to to sew and just to send them all at once. And so during the summer, uh, we do a lot of sewing and then we also do a lot of, of packing. Yesterday, we were we were um, ironing and packing. Sarah was ironing the stack of, of aprons that had been sewn. I was folding them, uh, putting the tag, the care tags on them, putting them into the, the plastic um, bags that they go in, putting the barcodes on that are required, and then uh, we packed them into into bags or into boxes and um, sent them off uh, with UPS to, to head to Charlotte. So um, that 
that makes it easier for us. Um, we just have to have to schedule other things around our schedule. So we're doing photography today after we talk to you. Um, our, our photographer is uh, agreed that uh, after she finishes up with, with um, a painting class that, that she can squeeze us in and we've got six new fabric patterns that we, we desperately need to have um, photographed um, with somebody wearing them um, because people buy more frequently when they can see it modeled. So uh, so we're going to do that. So Sarah will also double as product model today um, for uh, for that aspect of our business. Um, and, and there are some days when we just have very late nights when... Um, you know, we, we just have a lot of things to get done. Um, the Department of Revenue doesn't care if we're tired on the deadline for the sales tax report each month. It has to be done <laughs> or, or we'll pay a price and we don't like to pay the fine. So, um, you know, so we have to make time to do that. Um, uh, so anyway, it, it's probably half of less than half of our time is actually spent producing products. Most of our time is, is um, spent with, you know, making decisions about advertising and, and um, you know, checking packaging and checking to see what's selling. And, um, you know, photography takes a tremendous amount of time. Um, but those are, those are things that we're, we're happy to do. And we have, have learned a lot about doing um, over the past couple of years. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the beauty of actually running a business instead of fulfilling like one order at a time, which is a very small kind of studio or workshop style. But now you were able to produce like a lot of them during the summertime and then just uh, send a bulk, you know, like a whole package of them to Amazon. And now it runs automatically, right? Uh, over the years, yeah, in the winter and everything. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah. So do you shop locally for your uh, material and fabrics like in your area? Um. Yes, we have a, um, a fabric shop in uh, Carrollton. And we always, uh, we go out there, like I said, like every other week. And we also uh, buy from wholesalers. Um, and uh, sometimes we just go and uh, like to Amazon and we get whatever we need because they have a uh, bias tape or uh Right. The, the bias binding that we use for um, for the flag banners, we can buy on a spool um, through Amazon just as cheap as we can get it from from a wholesaler and we can get it faster. So <laughs> so when we're in a pinch, Amazon gets our business for that also. Um, yeah. So we we do we buy from a lot of different places, uh, but we do we do try to support local businesses where we can. Um, and we appreciate the fact that many local businesses have supported us through purchase of our product or um, in, in uh, a couple of cases, people who carry our products um, in their store. Um, one of the art studios in town um, sells our aprons, um, but it's a, a special uh, special apron that we make for them. It's just white, and then they tie-dye it, and so each one is individual. They're, they're absolutely lovely, um, and they're the only place that you can get that tie-dyed um, apron. Um, there are two other shops in town that that each carry some of our items, um, and uh, we we love that that local friends um, have an opportunity to see things up close. It's nice to be able to touch something before you before you uh, purchase it, um, and that's a a disadvantage of of primarily selling online because people can't 
touch and try on our product. So uh, we're we're delighted that we have some some people locally who are willing to to uh, give us some space in their stores um, and just just let people see them and try them on. Yeah, definitely. I keep looking at the uh, aprons that you guys have hang on the wall. Is that one of your most popular patterns? Is that your signature kind of apron? Yeah, the pattern that you love. That one is the most popular. Um, it's not designer fabric. It is just off the bolt fabric, but it is so pretty. Um, everybody likes it. Uh, girls love it. Um, and the girls that, that are wearing these, we, we call it tween and teen size, but primarily girls 7 through 13 or 14 are, are who, who wears yeah. this size. Um, and and most of the people buying uh, this apron are are their aunts and their grandmothers. We know that we are are um, a very gifted product on Amazon. We know that because we can see the gift messages that people leave. Oh. And so we've had some real uh, interesting insight into uh, who is buying our stuff. Um, and and so we we know that 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 particular fabric has been a winner with both um, the the people who are buying and the girls who end up wearing. Um, we have a very low return rate on that one, um, which tells us that they love it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So for the audience who cannot see, it's just like two kind of, uh, actually it's the same fabric, but it has uh, a teal, I guess, uh, version and a pink version. Yes, we, we have different colored um, uh, ribbons on it. And um, so that makes it uh, two different SKUs if when you're ordering it. Um, yes. But we, we love both of them. And, and it's very popular on Etsy also. You can order it with, with a name um, personalized or um, with a monogram put on it um, when ordering from Etsy. Oh, and, oh uh, yeah, really? so, that's, so that's something that's been, been super popular. Um, yeah, I did see the name, yeah, that Sarah is on it. Is it written or is it sold on it? It, it's not sewn. This is um, heat transfer vinyl, um, and oh. we use a special machine to cut it, um, and then a professional heat press that applies it to the fabric. Um, it will not come off. Um, you can wash it and dry it, and um, it, it is permanent. And so uh, we we like to use um, some glittery uh, colors. This this one in particular is a, a black glittery um, lettering. It, it has great contrast on the fabric and uh, gives just a little bit of sparkle, which girls seem to enjoy. Yes, that's so cute. Yeah, the picture, you have all Thank the you. girls wearing the same yeah signature. yes and so so here we have we have girls from from second grade through seniors in high school all wearing the same size and the same fabric so it's it's the identical apron on six different girls and um, I, I just think that that as a as a consumer, it's super helpful when when I can't touch it to be able to see, see. what that's going to look like on girls of different sizes. It's very easy for for the person who makes it to say, oh, yes, it'll it'll fit for six years. But but here we have, you know, six, six girls who are all different sizes, um, different heights, um, and, and they're all wearing it. Um, and frankly, it'll last it'll last the six years. You these are, are very durable. Um, and we we like that we 
are producing something that that girls can use over a long period of time. It's not just a one and done. Oh, well, you know, you'll outgrow it by spring. But this is something that that can be, um, you know, used at at your grandmother's at at home. Um, you know, girls who are mixing up batches of slime and doing other STEM related things that may be a little bit messy. Um, uh, our our aprons are are colorful. Um, we think that they inspire creativity um, and. Uh, they're they're just fun to wear. They just you know they they bring a smile to our face. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. So Sarah has been running around. Yeah, for those um, who cannot see, Sarah has been running around showing us all the aprons and photos that she had, and she's putting one on right now. So Sarah, um, uh, one question for you: By running business like for six almost six years now, um, what are some lessons have you learned? From your business or just being a girl entrepreneur. Um, one of the biggest things I've learned is that what we like doesn't mean that our customers will always like. Um, I'll find something that's super super cute and I'll know it's gonna sell, but then uh, it, it doesn't sell at all. Uh, <laughs> like uh, we've recently got a very interesting fabric. It's uh, it's a mustard background with bright pink unicorns on it and I mean I love it and I'm going to be really happy if it does sell but I mean uh you know it's just so it's an interesting set of colors that um uh it's it's it might not sell. Got it. And yeah. that's okay we're yeah. we're learning to not take that personally. <laughs> yes yes. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, Sarah just brought over the pink unicorn uh, apron and I love it. Yeah, the color and, and pattern is really great. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that's that's really nice. Yeah. So Susan, I guess as a parent, you're not only there like to uh, help and support, but in some way, you're probably guiding Sarah as a mentor along the way as well. And uh, can you share with us like some of the maybe difficult times or challenges that the business has to go through, like Sarah has to go through? Well, I guess one of the things that I'll share is that that sometimes this fits into what she was just talking about. But sometimes we get feedback, product feedback that isn't so nice. Um, you know, people who, who ordered, and I, I'm not sure what they expected, but they, they expected something more than fabric and ribbon. And frankly, that's, that's what we're selling you. We're selling you fabric and ribbon. And sometimes um, they're, they're a little bit harsh in a product review about that. And the first time that I read one of those, I'll, I'll admit, I, it made me really angry. <laughs> so oh, I, I took it so personally. Um, and then I thought about it and I thought, no, you know what? Um, I have, I have as a consumer purchased things before that, um, I got home and, and just for whatever reason, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And, and that's okay. And so I've had to model for her the, the, that's okay attitude. Um, sometimes when we get feedback, we, we don't like what it says, but, but it is important to, to look at it carefully to see if there's anything in that feedback that, that really is a suggestion or an opportunity to improve what we do. Um, and, and then after we've had a, a chance to, to think about either either respond to it or don't, but not to let it just 
just weigh on us heavily. And, and she takes it personally also. This, this is her stuff. You know, she's in the picture of, of the apron. And, and gosh, we want you to love it when you get it. If you don't love it, we want you to send it back. You know, um, don't, don't keep it and hate it. Just, just send it back and try something else. Um, but that's, that's been something that we've both really kind of struggled with because um, we don't have any real experience with that. Um, and so uh, we're, we're working hard to to really try to take what's important from that, you know, to, to listen um, to what customers are telling us, um, you know, to find opportunities in those to, to make changes or to grow, um, and then to, to just step back from it and, and keep going. Um, sometimes, sometimes it's just a fluke. It's buyer's remorse, um, or, or just whatever, but, um, um, we, we, uh, we struggle with that sometimes. It, it, it feels like you're criticizing us and, and we have to separate ourselves from that. Our product is not who we are. Definitely. Yeah. I think the thing about internet is that, yeah, it's very easy for you to reach out to people, you know, like to get access to everything, all the information, and also your product, which is the best thing. But at the same time, people can also write anything or just express any negativity, you know, um, without writing their name or connection, you know, like to who they are. So, so it's really, sometimes it's just really hard to take those negative feedbacks, um, in such an open, uh, platform or open space where they can say anything or, you know, they, they would not be responsible for that at all. So I think we as entrepreneurs or as someone who make products and just designers overall, you just have to stick to something that what you believe and listen to the mainstream, you know, not like if most of your customers are satisfied with it and you should be happy because you cannot satisfy everyone, right? That's the definitely the lesson. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah. So I guess two questions before we wrap up is like one, um, Sarah, now you are, how old are you now? I'm 12. 12. Okay. 12. So before you go to college, you still have a um, couple years. So what is your plan for Sao Souls? And do you have any other plans if you get into college? And yeah, do you have other dreams besides the sewing business? Um, so to be honest, we don't have a plan. We're just, we're just going to see how far it goes. Just how far it goes. Yeah. What we've been doing so far. I mean, it's been going great and I hope it goes great for a very, very long time. But, um, you know, this was just a, a summer thing that's grown into a five to six year business, <laughs> which is great to think about. Um, so the college thing, uh, I don't know what I want to do yet. I'll probably do something with business since, uh, since you know, running a business has been fun. So much fun. So uh, I think that would be uh, a good uh, major to go into because you can do so much with that. Definitely. You know, the most important thing is that you learn as you go and you also listen to your customers so to produce the product that satisfies them. So the important thing is even if you plan way ahead, sometimes the plan does not go with what you know, people expect it. So yeah, so I think I like that attitude where you just go as the as the business flows, right? So uh, another thing, Sarah, for you, like, uh, who have started 
a business since you were six and for all the years and after you run the business and after you probably have done all these products and marketing it and also taking all the photos and also taking all the negative feedbacks and um, you probably have a lot of things in your mind where you wanted to deliver to some other kids who may be thinking about doing the same thing. So if some other kids who are interested in say crafting in the not sewing, maybe in other like crocheting and um, DIY some other stuff, what would be your suggestion to them if they want to do something related and start a business as well? So if you want to start a business, uh, I recommend going to see like a what videos they have on YouTube because we've looked for videos and they've been very helpful. Uh, they'll show you like how to make sure that your product is a good one and uh, how to improve your products and um, <clears throat> uh, just business type things that people don't think about when you start a business. You have to do like taxes and you have to make sure that you're doing legal stuff. So, um, <laughs> you know, I also recommend like asking for help because um, without mom helping me, uh, I might have gone to to kid jail because I would have <laughs> no idea what I'm doing because she figures out most of the stuff that people don't think about. She like like I said earlier, she's looked for a lot of YouTube videos and she's um she's gone and uh, joined groups on Facebook that what they do is they give advice to other shops. That um that are helpful. Yes, yes. So I hope I hope uh, parents or kids who are listening are not scared of doing a business because Sarah kept mentioning jail, Kate jail, you know. But I knew that you know there are a lot of things involved in the business that has to be um like legalized, right? So I guess from the parent perspective, that's how they can step in and to guide and to help you to set up things so that it can run smoothly. Yeah. So Susan, do you have any suggestions to the kids and to the parents? parents, I guess, who wanted to support the kids to do things like what you guys are doing? Uh, well, one of the things I found with, with all four of my children is that that um, if you encourage them to do something and they really enjoy it, they will do it. Um, if if you drag your heels, um, they they just want to do it even more, uh, whether it's a good idea or not. So so um, I really have tried to encourage her to, let sure, let's just try it. Let's see what happens. Um um, and, and that way we're kind of working at it together. Um, and, and, you know, our, our disagreements should never be about, um, about things that don't matter, you know, they, uh, about whether she should try or not. I don't ever want her to feel like, like she has an idea that's not worthy of giving it a try. So, um, a, a lot of my advice to, to parents is, is just to, yeah, support your kids, you know, give, help them find a way, um, even to make a small start, um, toward a goal that they have, um, help them set a goal that, that makes the, the, uh, path to achieving it, uh, possible because if you don't know what your goal is, you cannot get there. Um, and, and really just to, um, you know, support and encourage where you can, um, you know, giving, giving some time, uh, you know, uh, opportunities to, to try new things, um, and, and just, uh, you know, find out who they are along the way. 
Yeah, that's great. That's wonderful. So exactly like what you guys have done, set up a small goal to begin with. And then every step, once you reach your goal, you set another one that is relatively bigger. And then the first year you produce 50 and then next year you produce 3000, like something like that. Right. (laughs) So yeah, that's, that's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for being here with me. Wonderful. Thank Thank you. you. Okay. Bye-bye. That's it for Sarah's story. This funny girl cracked me up several times when she mentioned about the kid jail. I just hope that you guys are not scared of getting into business because you're afraid of getting into jail. But definitely, it is a very important lesson to consider if you and your parents maybe are considering about starting your business very seriously. Remember last series, Demir actually has his own seller's permit. So when you wanted to start a business, you got to get the right documents from the government. You set everything up and also you have to report taxes too. That's why this is where parents can tap in and to help set up everything and deal with the tax later at the end of the year. Overall, I really hope you guys learned a lot from Sarah and her mom's episode. The fact that they funded a craft-based business that They can do something they love and also produce this line of products they are really passionate about and put a lot of hearts into is a great example for kid entrepreneurs. Especially they're using Amazon FBA, fulfilled by Amazon, that they can put their business on autopilot. And that's an amazing thing actually to accomplish for kid entrepreneurs. And you can save so much time just by doing that. Sometimes you don't have to deal with the business on a daily basis anymore. If you have a model or an interesting business system that you figured out with your parents, or if you are really interested in sharing your stories, you're welcome to tell your story on Spark. Okay, thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. This is Spark, a podcast that empowers kids to learn, create, and become. I'm your host, Lee. I will see you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Spark Creators Podcast at peachandplumlab.com.